Hello, everybody. everybody. Welcome back to yeah. Wrong Reasons. Welcome back. I'm Grace. I'm Liv. Ah! And we're talking about the Golden Bachelor. Ah! <laughs> okay, Grace. Um, I've been watching it, so I would love to just hear your thoughts so far. Yeah. Your general thoughts. No, I have watched all the currently aired episodes, so the first three yes. in the last 24 hours, and it was That's bold. it was an overload. I thought it would be easy because you know they're only like an hour and I have ad block on my Hulu and so they're actually like 45 minutes which Dang. a breeze you'd think except for when the cuteness overload is on so high and you're it's just so high. Have, like I wish I could go back in time and watch them like once a week because it's such just like a nice little boost and I also yep. like did kind of leave it to the last minute so I was in kind of a time crunch so it I'm not going to say it felt like a chore, but there was a sense of urgency in what I was doing because it was like, we're recording tonight. I need to have all of it consumed by tonight. Like, yeah. And so I'm excited to now that I know to move forward with like a special little treat of a Golden Bachelor episode every week. It is a special little treat. It's like a it's like a warm, crumbly cookie. Oh, it's so good. Oh my it's god! It's so good. It's so good. And the thing I is, just oh no, sorry. You go ahead. No, I, I think I think a big part of it for me is just like that because all these people are so much older. It's like a lot of the things that would have been cringe are just not. Yes, cringe. Absolutely. It's like when she played guitar at him, and we can talk more about yep. it. But it's like that is the first time I haven't felt weird about that because it's like. She can play guitar. She knows. Yeah. She knows exactly what her singing ability is. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. There are just so many things about it where I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. He's actually learned how to, like, listen to women, which is, you don't realize how much The Bachelors don't know how to do that until, until Gary. Gary, dreamboat <laughs> of the century. Dreamboat. Can I Sex date Gary? God, I know that boat. is not the point, but I would like to. <laughs> I'm against age gaps, but I'm interested. <laughs> I trust him. Hand raise. I volunteer. Um, no, and I was telling Liv before we started recording, like, every person I've talked to about The Golden Bachelor has been like, this show is so good. It's awesome. Like, right. I love it. And no part of me ever didn't believe them. But I also just, like, there's no way to know how good it is until you watch it. Like, if you take nothing else away from this episode, please take that you need to go watch The Golden Bachelor. And, like, <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing up my coworker, Corey, who only watches The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, mostly because it's on the TV when his wife is watching it and then he doesn't leave the room. Um, but he's just always complaining about it. Like, he's always like, oh, I just can't stand that, blah, blah, blah. Guess who loves The Golden Bachelor? Corey is intentionally in Corey. the room. Corey is sat on that couch. Corey isn't pretending to fall asleep. Corey is paying attention. Yes. Um, and I cannot wait to go into the office tomorrow and be like, I'm all caught up, Corey. Uh, Let's talk about it. <laughs> I love it. It's it's not going to be a Last of Us situation. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Poor Grace had to suffer through that. Yeah, whenever. Thank God for the writer's strike. <laughs> you have a break. <laughs> everyone has to talk about reality tv with me um and by everyone again it's just Corey. it's just Corey. <laughs> i am gonna tell him to listen to the first few minutes of this podcast and i hope he's okay with how much i said his name but 
No other identifying I can say it a few more times. Corey, it was nice to hear about you on this podcast. I think the name Corey (laughs) is a nice name. And I hope we repeat it. I hope you're a reoccurring a Corying character. Please don't sue or report me to HR. Joke's on you. I'm kind of HR. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, moving on. There we go. Um. So Liv and I, I told Liv also that I tried so hard not to take notes so that I wouldn't try to default mm-hmm. into my usual recapping style i did not succeed i had to take notes i had to write stuff down but i'm not gonna rely on them too much so Liv and i i think are just gonna like free 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 for all like talk about it like i don't know first of all let's talk about the concept itself Liv. yeah um i think it's just great it's like a because I think it felt so one of the gimmicky when they announced it, and it was yes. so immediately so genuine. Yes, I think it's just because like there isn't the same air, and I think part of the reason. And correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think part of the reason that some of the Bachelor stuff feels so gimmicky is like there's such an awareness of being on TV and how you're going to be perceived on like social media afterwards and all that because it's like people get bullied essentially. But like most of these people don't have social media or don't use it in the same way or aren't going to care the same amount, you know, as, as people in the normal franchise. So it's like already they're just being more themselves and not caring as much about it. Well, and also I feel like, in other ways like they just are more themselves like I don't see yeah. how you couldn't have like a more grounded so sense more of self when you're 70 compared to when you're 23 yeah. like yeah I mean exactly congrats on having fully developed brains each and every one of you <laughs> Yeah, it's like I, I can't really compare where they're at in life like a 70 year old with a 23 year old yeah. like that's not and also really the same. their personal stakes are just like so different like all yes many of the people on this show have been through like the loss of a spouse a divorce like blah 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 not blah 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 but like you know hard fucking difficult parts of life and I'm not saying that yeah. there aren't people on the regular franchise who haven't been through that at all but I just no. think like Compared to a lot of things that these people have been through, like, being on national TV while, like, a totally different and novel experience is, like, a blip in terms of, like, stuff that they've had to go through. Yeah, I think also just, like, there is, there can be kind of a feeling of, like, you have to say your trauma in order to stay in the game. Right. But it's, like... When you're all just have had stuff happen because you're you've had many 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 years of life, it's just like something that comes with it. It's yeah. like something that you will provide information on, but you don't have to rest the same stakes on it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is nice. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's it's very refreshing. It feels very like authentic, and yeah, it just like it. It feels like, well, and just, like, the energy that they're bringing to it is really fun because despite all these things we've said about, like, 
oh, they're, like, authentic and taking it seriously and whatever, they're also, like, very much aware that they're in kind of, like, a first-of-its-kind situation. Yeah. And they're having a blast. Like, everyone keeps being like, this is so fun. I'm having the best time. Like, I love that, like, this is, like, putting a spotlight on the fact that, like, your life doesn't end at 70 or whatever. Like, we're still fun. We're still sexy. Like, whatever. (laughs) And it's, like, when they say these things, I'm not, like, cringing or, like, feeling like it's forced. I'm like, you're fucking right. I'm sorry. You are correct. And I believe (laughs) – I'm I'm behind you 110%. (laughs) it's yeah i'm i'm fully with you it's like a it's like a sense of like levity but also a sense of like uh like gary takes it so seriously and so do like the women that are into him which i think is so wonderful it's also like the thing i didn't realize too it's like when they're younger it's like you're trying to figure out who you like dating yeah and like what your type is and all that by this point in your life they have figured that out you know and it's also like i think Gary just, like, cares about all these women way more than I have ever seen a Bachelor. Like, Bachelors are like, I am looking for my... Like, obviously, the show is about looking for your wife. But it's like, I am looking for my wife, and I won't learn your name unless, you know, there's some connection there. And Gary's like, these are my good friends. Literally, (laughs) the fact that you said that, because one of the first things I wrote down about Gary is he's so obviously making an effort to learn everyone's name. Like, yes. that when he, wa- yep. when, like, all the limo entrances have happened and he walked into the room and he got handed his first drink, he said, thank you, Teresa. Yep. Thank you, he Teresa. Did. He I did. know that your name. never happens. It's Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. Going back to what you said about, like, you know, they've figured out who they're into. I think it's, like, yeah. in the first or second episode when... Oh, shoot. What's her name? The one who's a dance instructor and, like, loves that about herself with the long oh, hair. What is her name? Um, it's, is it Faith? Like, is that Faith? No, Faith is, it the, might no, be. Faith is the first impression Rose one. Um, oh. Dang. What is her name? Like, Julie or some shit. Okay. Well, if you've seen it, you know who I'm, I'm talking about. Wait. No, I have. I, I bet I wrote it in my notes. I bet I can figure this out. Um. Because she is the one who said that Prince wrote a song about her. <laughs> yes, I remember her iconic, and I people are like, "Do you believe her?" And I'm like, "Literally, obviously." What Leslie? Of course, Leslie. Um, Leslie. Leslie says that oh, she yeah. dated Prince, and he wrote "Sexy Dancer" about her. Um, so Leslie, they're all like standing around in the kitchen, like on their first morning in the mansion, and talking about you know being there in the experience and Leslie was like I mean I think we've all kissed a few frogs to get here right and all the ladies were like hell yeah we have and I'm just saying that means a lot more coming from a woman in her 60s than like a 24 year old (laughs) yeah I'm I'm with you because it's like I feel like when you're 24 you don't even know which ones are the frogs yeah like you you're like you've known you've kissed frogs yeah and it's like, sure, I one. feel that way, but, like, I feel like it also yeah. means something different to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, another thing I wanted to bring up, just again, on this whole thing that we're talking about, is mm. Joan had this line in the third episode when she was, like, leaving and, like, giving her speech about, oh, yeah. like, what being there has meant to her. And she was like, when you get older, like, 
people don't see you anymore. Like, they don't see you like you were when you were young. You become kind of invisible. And, like, being here has just, like, really made me feel seen again. Um, Yeah. And, like, Gary's made me feel seen and whatever. Um, And it's just, like, it's really beautiful. One of the things that has stood out to me is everyone, Gary and the women, keep talking about how special they feel. Like, that word. People keep being like, I just feel so special. This person makes me feel so special. All those things. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's also – that reminds me, too. I I think of just, like – I feel like while we're talking about this, we're getting to all the moments I want to talk about anyway. So, uh, like, when he gave Ellen the picture frame – like, whenever a bachelor or bachelorette gives someone a framed picture like that, I'm like – yeah, and the producers gave that to you to give to them, which I'm not saying yeah. didn't happen here, but I'm like, I believe Gary would have framed that picture on his own and given it to Ellen. Yeah. You know, like, there's there's just some element of realness that I don't and necessarily feel. And it just, like, feel. feels like less of a move. Yes. Like, it feels yeah. so much more genuine. Um, Let's talk about Gary for a second the yeah potential love of my life um he's so hot he's so hot first of all <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> how did they score this ho- where did they find him well here's the thing yeah i have no clue first of all i don't know where they found him two i gotta say like we saw those pictures of him when he was younger and stuff he was not unhot by any means yeah. but when i hear his voice i'm like that's a little off-putting as a younger man. Uh-huh. As, like, an older man, I'm like, absolutely, you sound trustworthy. You sound like Kermit in a sexy way. He I'm does kind of sound you. like Kermit, but like I'm, a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. But it's like, and he has game now. He has game. Oh, my game. God. He, so he so had that line game. where he was like, my granddaughter told me I have Riz. And I was like, you do have Riz. You do have Riz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, literally, this is not, the, no pun intended. The producers struggled no. with him. Like, absolutely nice. He is But yeah, I know, perfection. no pun intended, but still nice. Um, he's great. So. He's, he's just always listening. I'm like, I've never active listened in the way that Gary active listens. Never. And he's so delighted by everything. He's so hot. And he's so hot. <laughs> But, okay, can we talk about <laughs> Gary's story also? Because the thing Ugh. is, like, okay, I didn't, I'm, disclaimer, I'm not a crier. Like, it takes yeah. a lot to make me cry. I didn't cry at any of these episodes. I did well up at one specific moment that I will share later. Um, but I do think I yeah. would have welled up at more moments. But I, like, had, like, kind of a lot of spoilers, like, I mean, not, like, a ton, but yeah. I knew a lot of the major moments that, like, were going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so they weren't surprises to me. Something I did not know was Gary's personal backstory that they just hit you with in the first five Ugh. minutes. So, Gary. I was watching alone at my <laughs> house, like, <laughs> what? Okay, for, let me let me describe to you like the first thirty Please. seconds of this of the first episode of this show. Jesus Open Christ. on a shot of Gary. No music. Immediately, I notice mm-hmm. this. It's strange. We hear silence and like the sound of a person getting ready as Gary is like tying his tie and whatever. 
Then he reaches onto the counter, puts in Mm. his hearing aids. All of a sudden, the music starts to build. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Audio engineering. Audio engineering. We love to see it. (laughs) Gary walks toward a mirror. Instead of looking Mm -hmm. at the mirror, he picks up a photo of his dead wife. And I'm like, oh, "Oh my God. So, literally, (laughs) I I feel horrible. I don't actually remember her name. Was it Tony? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tony. He was married to Tony for 43 years. They were high school sweethearts, if you can believe it. In a positive way. High school sweethearts. Oh, she was my his God. high school sweetheart. They were married for 43 years. He said when Tony retired in May of 2017, we bought our dream house. They'd been dreaming about this house no! for years. They bought it the second no! she retired. They closed on it Grace, on June it. 6th. Less than two weeks later, Tony's not no. feeling well. June, June 15th, he takes her to the hospital. She has some kind of, like, infection in her, like, kidneys. Bacterial infection. Bacterial infection. It's, a, it's moved to her kidneys. He says, I took my wife to the hospital, and she never came home. Oh! What? Again. What? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> right after they bought their dream right home. Right after they bought your dream home. Like, when I tell you, the producers couldn't have written it better. No. 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 And then, to make matters worse. To make matters he's worse. He's there. He's alone in his home. And he's like, Their dream this home. isn't my dream. It's Tony's it's dream. It's Tony's dream. And I'm here alone. <laughs> Tears. Sobbing. If, alone. If I was any, any level of weepier. I, I would yeah. have been crying. Instead, my jaw hanging Grace, open. weeping? We- on the floor. Weeping isn't about the weeping. It's the spirit of weeping. Yeah. I, you were in spirit of weeping. I was in shock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what Mason said to me when he watched it? What? He said, I wouldn't let you die of a bacterial infection. I said, thank you. And then I reminded him of that one time. And he said, I mean, I'd try. <laughs> I mean, I also <laughs> resent the implication that Gary let Tony die of a bacterial oh, infection. Oh, no. I mean, he definitely, he definitely didn't. Yeah. That there is nothing, there is nothing. He said Tony had terrible medical done. care. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. He just, he said, I recognize that you're now having anxiety about bacterial infections. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't saying, he didn't think Gary did a bad job by any means. Yeah. Um, Tony was just a widow sick. Oh my god. And then they took her and she died. And she died. Oh No, Gary did a great job. I don't want that to be misconstrued. He did everything right, you <sighs> king. There was nothing to be done. That's crazy. How how was he to know? I was Anyway. Okay, so that happens. I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god." Gary is already crying. Probably. Like we're 5 minutes in. Yeah. Gary's crying for the first time, not the last. Let me tell you. Um, oh no! He's a crier, unlike me, and I respect that about him. Um, L- much like me, he's a yeah. Crier. <laughs> but let me just tell you guys, Gary charmed me immediately yeah. off the bat. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm on this man's yep. side. There is nothing that would make me happier than to see him find the second love of his life. If absolutely, he, if his every happiness 
is not looked after with extreme care, I'm gonna get violent. I gotta tell you, this is, like, not that I've ever had any kind of strong opinion about this, because obviously I've never been in this experience, or just, like, I've never had a spouse die, but it has really just, like, changed the way that I, like, think about just people finding, like, a second love of their life Mm -hmm. after someone passes away. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I didn't have any real, like, conceptions about it, but after seeing this, I'm like... it's just crazy like the amount of respect that you can have for your former partner Mm -hmm. and like still the amount of love that you can have for someone else or like try and find so it just I I don't think I totally understood that before and obviously I don't totally understand it now but I will say just my respect has has heightened it's cool and my respect for Gary is just enormous as well because not only is he like putting himself out there and actively trying to find another love of his life but he's doing it on tv in a format that has been tested but has not been tested and he's doing it with the best fucking attitude i've ever seen in my life oh my god yeah he literally just like seems like he's just like i'm happy to be alive I'm happy to be here. He just like, seems like so full of like gratitude and yeah. positivity. And he takes it so seriously, but he's so goofy. I- I'm obsessed with him. He's amazing. I love I'm stressed, him. Like how awesome he is. <laughs> if I was he's any awesome. of the women on the show, I would be freaking the fuck out. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't. I swear to God, there are multiple bachelors that I have, would not I be, would have been as charmed some to see. Throats to end up with Gary if I was one of the women on this season. But yeah, also, I'm like, if you tell me the nice choices between that. Clayton, <laughs> I know <laughs> they're all too fucking nice for that. Uh, it just—it felt like he just—it really felt like he cared about every individual person so much, which like. We see at the rose ceremonies. I have, I have never seen a lead cry after the first. Thank you. Exactly what I was going to say. And third. Gary cries at every rose ceremony. <laughs> he hates. He hates it. He hates them. He hates to end someone's journey. He has explicitly been Natasha like, left. I hate this part of the night. Like, Grace, when Natasha left. Oh my God. Oh, my God. So he and Natasha, they didn't, like, I don't, neither of them had, like, sexy energy with each other. No. Like, I, it was very platonic from both ends, I think, from the beginning. And when he sent her home, he just took her in his arms and said, I love you, Natasha. Yeah, I know. And she said, oh, I love you. And then she, they, I just, <laughs> Grace. I know. It's just beautiful. I know. I was like, that is what friendship should be. It's so rarely that, especially like, uh, like, like straight, like male and female friendships. It's just so infrequently that, and like they didn't even know each other for that long, and they were just like willing. Uh, uh, I love him. I love I love the women too, but we were we were specifically oh, talking about him right now. I love him. We were talking about Gary. Yeah, he's he's a dreamboat. He's a dreamboat. I didn't like. Don't get me wrong. I thought I'd like him, but I didn't. I literally didn't know. 
I could like him as much as I yes, like him. Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, like, if we're talking before anyone who I know saw it and was telling me anything, and, like, just with previews, I was, like, rolling my yeah. eyes. I was like, mm-hmm. you can't make me do anything bachelor franchise like who is this guy anyway why do i care about him whatever and now i'm like just kidding say something mean about him i dare you i dare you i'll punch you i'll find you i fucking (laughs) dare you okay try me he's so cute he's great i defend him with my life yeah. he doesn't need me but i need him <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need me but i need him um okay do you want to do you want to talk about some of the women yeah let's uh do you have a favorite okay it's okay yeah yes i do i want to yeah. i want to open with the person that i want that like was my favorite i love her still yeah. but she can't she just can't be my number one because she doesn't get enough screen time and yeah. maybe that's basic but it is edith who just got eliminated this week she was the first woman out of the limo she was wearing that gold gown with the like oh great, she was the hot she was so hot first of all she so was hot. miss coven her hair I love her. was amazing she comes oh out of the God. limo I'm tr- I'm stunned by her beauty. First of all, I'm stunned. Make me a potion, baby. Yeah. I love her. Then oh she has God. like a lovely interaction with Gary where she's so sweet mm-hmm. and they pop like confetti poppers and it's just yep. like so fun. It was such a great start to the night. She's bilingual. Like I love I like I will be submitting Absolute her to milk madness for Louise. Like I'm obsessed oh, with her. Oh, you must. Yeah. I was like... She's so hot. She got out of the limo first, and I was like, we can be done. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's hot. She's charming. She's hot. She's fun. She's yeah. hot. And I love her. Yeah. Um. So Edith was like... She was who I really wanted to be my number one. Yeah. It did not end up going that way. She did not get a lot of screen time, and she went home this week. Um... And that's an oh well, which does mean that my new favorite has got to be Ellen. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. it was only one single thing that she did that won me over. She did one thing and I yeah. said, I'm on your side forever. And it was at the tell talent show when she said, my talent is teaching middle schoolers sex education. So good. And I said, team Ellen, baby. All right. It's over. Team Ellen. <laughs> I think I, I got to tell you, Grace, I don't know the results. I have avoided spoilers for this. Oh, my God. Partially because I find it so genuine. I'm like, I want to find out yeah. later. Um, so I don't know anything at all. I don't know top four. I don't know, like, top six. I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, I think she'll win. Okay, wow, that's I bold. I think Ellen's going to yeah, win. Yeah, okay. I think she's going to win. I think they have a lot of chemistry. I think they've been showing her a lot. They dedicated the season to her friend who died. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to talk about that for a second. So Ellen, I think, is the second woman out of the limo. And she gets out of the limo and she goes, Roberta, we made it. And then she talks to Gary. Turns out Roberta is her best friend of 60 years. Her best friend of 60 years. Grace, can I tell you, that made me... I won't say it didn't make me think about you and me. <laughs> you and me, 
Made me think about you, me, Ellie, Haley, and Georgia. I was like, oh! I was like, 60 years is so long. That's so long. No, I thought, I can't, I can't have a friend die. Well, That's crazy. And also, all these people are like, have been married for, like, Gary's been married for 43 years. I was like, wow, that's so long. 60 years? Yep. 43 is nothing. No. no. So anyway, she's like, me and my friend Roberta always watch The Bachelor together. Roberta is like fighting her battle with cancer right now and like we decided I needed to go on the show she's like later in an interview she's like Roberta he's a hunk she talks about like how exciting it is that they're they, they're watching it together now season is dedicated to Roberta she passed away nope 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 nope, nope, nope. nope. could not handle so it that, that broke is me something immediately that would have broken me if I hadn't gotten a spoiler for it so I had the spoiler so yep. she gets out of the limo okay. does the Roberta line and I'm like fuck I you, your friend 60 years <gasps> yeah nope no no, no. no. not interested nope in that journey. No. Oh, my friends, they can kindly outlive me. Yep. That feels, if you love me at all, you'll outlive me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway, that's Ellen. I <laughs> I think she's going to win. That's, okay, that's bold. I mean, I don't know who else I think would win, but, like, I feel like she only just started getting traction. So. I uh, Yeah, I'm with you, but I think it's her. How would you have felt about Joan's chances had Joan stayed? Because Joan really came out of left um, field for me, and then we didn't see anything else. Yeah, that. She came out of left field for me, too. Like, they had a really strong date, but I think... I think, ultimately, she and Gary weren't meant to be. I mean, clearly, you know. I also... I, I mean, maybe not, but, like, well, I just... I also think, too, like, she brought up the fact that, like... Like, I think her husband died only, like, two. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean she couldn't, like, be in a place to date. But I could say, I could see how that would be. Because it seemed like she was having a pretty intense reaction to it, which is very understandable. So I just wonder if that wouldn't have continued to be something that came up for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because, yeah. Like Gary said, there's, you can't, like, control exactly when you're ready to do it like he was trying to date after one year because that's it when everybody told him start to date again he was like doesn't work like yeah, that that's so crazy yeah <laughs> um okay i'm a slow bird i don't think that could be me yeah <laughs> but... um let's see anything else we want to bring up for like the entrances or talk about any of the specific women i want to talk about april not because I think that anything will really happen with her, but she's the one who grew up on a chicken farm and did, like, her whole chicken intro, and the only reason I have to bring it up is I saw on Instagram later that she has the exact same chicken purse as my grandma. Oh, and my we God. do love she my grandma's chicken wild. purse, so we do, unfortunately, have to stand. Oh, okay. Well, no choice but to stand. Let interesting. me I let me bring up the uh my Instagram DMs with my cousin who is the one who bought the purse for my grandma. Um <gasps> Oh, love. This is uh my cousin okay. Timothy for the record everybody. She's been on the pod before. Yes. I uh, guess. So I, I sent her Timothy. the story that proved April had the chicken purse with lots of exclamation yeah. points and she said, "Oh my god." 
well, I guess we have a favorite. I actually didn't trust her, but now I have no choice. And I said, exactly. (laughs) Front runner, no doubt. (laughs) Timothy knows the rules. No choice but to stand. She's an interesting lady. She is. Um, But she has a chicken I will say, like, dynamic. Dynamic woman. Yes. They, they, even the people, oh gosh, Grace, okay, we've got to get to the feud of the last episode. We will. We will get there. We will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, April, she's interesting. I'll say that much. Um, yeah. She's definitely, like, woo-woo. Yeah, definitely. Another favorite not front runner, but favorite for me is Sandra. Yeah. I love her. I fucking she's love so Sandra. Funny. She's so funny. She's like, I have a little bit of I think there's a, a chance she's at least final four. There's, She's like, I have a little bit of a potty mouth. And then, like, in the first episode, she got scared by, like, a bug or something. <laughs> and she's, like, screaming. And then they get rid of it. And she's like, oh, my God. I didn't say fuck. <laughs> I assume fuck. You know, it got blurred out. But, like, yeah. it was so funny. She was so happy with herself for not swearing. And then that joke She's that she so told funny. at the talent show. Oh, yeah. She did it. I have never seen someone tell a joke like that with such confidence. And I, it got me. It got me. I was it like, where too. the fuck is she going? And then... I, I love she her. She did it with, again, she did it with confidence. I was like, I oh, damn, her. she's doing stand-up at a talent show? Like, cringe move, Sandra. Wrong. She nailed it. I will say, I, I think, yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the thing. All these things I think should be cringe are not cringe no, on the Golden Bachelor. No, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Except for, I will say, the dancing. It, the dancing was not as bad as it could have been, but it was still lightly cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, Leslie... Leslie, I don't Leslie. know what to do with because uh-huh. I just don't know what to do with her. Um, she keeps having these things where she's like, she was like the first woman that they showed like experiencing some jealousies. Um, oh my God, Sandra's 75. Sandra is a Sorry. queen. I love her. I think she's my favorite. Moving on. Um, Sorry, continue. Leslie, like, will be talking to the camera and she'll be like, I'm sad Natasha grabbed the outfit that I wanted. Like, I'm a hippie. I wanted that outfit. I'm allowed to be sad. She keeps saying, like, I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to have these feelings. Which, like, Uh is true. (laughs) So I don't know why I'm getting mad about it. (laughs) Like, she's never like, that person is bad because of what they did. She's like, this person did something, and here was my emotional reaction, which I am entitled to. And I'm like, fair enough, I guess. (laughs) She says a lot of things that don't have any, like, actions that follow through. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really know what to do with that statement. But then she she also said, she was like, usually I just, like, have to get my emotion out there and then I'm over it. And, like, I mean, we haven't seen any drama from her. Like, we've seen a lot of emotional reactions from her to the camera, but then none to anyone else. Which, like, is all you can really ask for. She got herself a narrator role. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, definitely, like, oh, I'm sexy. And then she's, like... But I don't just want to be thought of as sexy. And it's. She's like the Victoria Fuller of this she season. She kind of is the Victoria Fuller of this season. 
And it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to begrudge you being sexy because part of this whole season is like, you know, you can be sexy at any age, yeah. like feel hot, feel yeah. empowered, feel awesome. And I'm like, so true, but Absolutely. like, you're low-key kind of annoying about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I also felt that way about Faith when she was just like, I'm not like these other girls. I drink from horse troughs. And I was like, I have never in my life seen such pick-me behavior. I know, but again, when it comes from, like, Faith, I'm less annoyed. because. Well, I'm also less annoyed because I'm like, why the fuck are people still saying that now? Like, she's she grew up in a culture exactly. of, like... I'm like I don't I don't she, like, I don't have she, the same. She grew to up what in like saying. she grew up in a world where like you could I could genuinely believe she has like real self esteem issues about some of those things, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like I'm like <laughs> that's a, what an annoying thing to say. Hilarious, but also I'm like I don't really apply the same like like I don't take that as a judgment on her character necessarily. No. I'm interested to see what'll happen with Faith, because I think she's sweet, but I think she's a little timid. Mm -hmm. She's very soft-spoken, and I think she likes Gary a lot. I just don't know if she will stand out among this crowd of women. I'm calling it right now. I think she's sexy number five. Maybe. I just, I can see, I I think, I, I can see her kind of fading into the background. Which is mm-hmm. kind of not infrequent for the first impression, Rose. And it's also usually not that person's yeah, fault, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, it's going to be so interesting. I know. And also there's only like five episodes left or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although I guess that's, like, not that crazy considering that I think after this past rose ceremony, there's only 12 of them left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I just, I love it so much. Um, It's so good. Can we talk about my enemy? That oh, fucking yes, photographer to. they always bring back. Who's, like, <laughs> so bad at his job. I think the last time we saw him, like, feels like it was, like, Tasha's season. Franco Lacosta. I hate him. He's my enemy. And he I'm ruined like, a hilarious kind of date concept. are you? <laughs> so, they go on a group date where they're shooting romance novel covers, which is such a funny date idea. That's so um, good. And the women all dress up, like, Gary has costumes, and they're, like, taking photos, and then they, like, put snapshots of the photos on the screen, and they are the most unflattering, horrible things you've ever seen in your life. Awful! Like, he didn't I, get one like, photo that looked like it could be a romance novel co- cover, and I'm, like, are, I'm so like confused. A... I'm so, I will never not be confused by this man. No. Did he... Did... Like, does he have dirt on everyone? Like, I don't understand and how he still has a job. Again, it's also one of those things where I'm like, well, these cannot possibly be the photos that are being taken because they're so awful. There yeah. must be some issue with, like, the licensing rights to his photos, so they have to use a photo taken by a PA on their phone from the <laughs> side. But then I'm like, but why would that be true? 
because, like, yeah, why would they keep having him if that were true? Yeah. Like, if he were a one-time guy, I'd be like, sure. Neither explanation makes sense. There is no excuse for the photos to be that bad if he's the one taking them, and there's no reason for him to be there if he's not the one taking them. I think he must be blackmailing I literally don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I never will. It is absurd. I don't get it. I don't. I'm like, is it a bit that I'm not getting? Like, do the producers have a bit about this? Like, what's happening? Because I just, it's like, I am known for my bad photography. So, uh, same recognizes same. I, what's happening? You're a professional. Why does it look like this? Why does it look like this? What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, okay, I had to bring him up quickly because I was, like, not gonna let that slide without discussing him. No, and you shouldn't. But we can't, we can't move on without discussing him. Do we want to bring up some of our... Okay, since we're on the topic of my enemy, I'll just, I'll talk yeah. about one other moment that, like, was not my enemy, but was just so funny to me, and then maybe we could, like, yes. talk about our favorite moments or something. Um, yes. Okay, here's a moment that cracked me up, and it was on Gary and Teresa's one-on-one date when they're in the diner, and then <laughs> all of a sudden a flash mob to Don't Stop Believing is happening, because, like, <laughs> is it just me, or was that not, like, a quintessential part of, like, 2011 like wasn't like not only was everyone doing flash mobs but they were all doing them to don't stop believing which is why it was so crazy that it was specifically a flash mob to don't stop believing (laughs) because it just what is this don't stop believing (laughs) it was just giving like old people on facebook who see a trend months or years after it took place (laughs) And, like, I don't mean to shade it because they were having so much fun and they looked like they were having a great time. It was just so funny to me that not only was it Don't Stop Believing and not only was it a flash mob, but it was those two specific things together. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fully with you. Okay, excellent. Uh, I also just couldn't help but think of theater camp. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I was watching it, like, just the vibes were theater camp, (laughs) and I just could not stop laughing because I was like, it's so cringy to have a Don't Stop Believing uh, flash mob done at you. But also, they were so cute, and they were absolutely loving it. So then I was like, I just was feeling so many conflicting emotions. Yeah. Because I was like, well, if if people like it, who's to shame it? I know. (laughs) I know. Not me. Not me. I don't think. Um, okay, favorite moments. I probably have a million, but my first, I texted Liv about this. I literally was like, mm-hmm. I had to look away from the screen. It was too cute. There's a dance party in the first episode. Oh my God. Where I think it he's with. Loki slutty. I think it's with Leslie. Like he was talking with yeah. Leslie and they started yes. dancing And then I think, like, Edith or something comes in, and then she's dancing, and then they're all just, like, having a dance party. They're, like, kind of maybe grinding on each other. Like, it was so (laughs) cute. It was so 
good. Yeah. It made me so happy. I was like, ah! They were just partying it up. It's cute. I, yeah, that's a great moment. I would say that's one of my favorites, too. I would say, obviously, like, this was a credit set sequence so they knew we'd like it when natasha was talking about the chair rose ceremony um yeah okay i was, was gonna just... bring that up too because that was so fucking funny she's so funny i was like i agree with you she's so funny because it's like i don't think that they kept all these women up to the same amount of lateness that they kept up like uh the people in the bachelor the bachelorette the first night they, they definitely late. did the first night we had really? our standard I see no, the sun coming up. no no we had our standard oh. daylight rose ceremony no. yeah <laughs> i i literally thought about that i was like that's so fucking mean gary had this line where he was like well yeah. this is the latest i've been up in my entire life <laughs> chair rose ceremony chair rose ceremony okay this is the moment that almost made me cry if i was going to cry it would have been yeah. this yeah gary's talking to, to Teresa on the bench first night and he gets up and he comes back and he brings her a cupcake and i don't know why that almost made oh. me cry but she was like so happy so and surprised and i just thought it was so thoughtful and he's like, happy birthday. And it was so cute. Oh. And I did almost cry. Gary sells it to us. Yep. And again, he sells it because I think he would have done these things for these women on his own. Despite what the producers do, you know? Yeah. Like, I would say another notable moment is him bringing that terrible photo to Ellen. <laughs> And she's like, Gary, this means so much to me. You have no idea. And he said, I just want you to feel special because you feel special to me. <laughs> she's like, thank you, Gary. That means, oh, you have you have no idea. You have no idea how much that means to me. He's like, yes, I do, Ellen. I just love that. It's so cute. And I, I, that's just a beautiful moment. He's just so sincere. And even though I feel medium about Leslie, their uh, hearing aid moment was really, really cute. Oh, my God. That was so sweet. When she's like, I also have ear candy. Oh, I loved it. And also later when really Leslie was like, if I don't want to hear the drama, I just turn my hearing aids down. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. It was so funny. Oh, man. Were there any other specific moments you wanted to shout out? I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. You want to um, talk about... Should we talk about... The drama? Yeah. Yeah. So, for the most part, Look, like... I've heard mixed opinions. Okay. Well, okay. For, for To preface, like, for the most part, all these women yeah. have been so sweet, so supportive. Like, on the yes. first night, everyone was, like, complimenting each other's dresses. They're like, you go, girl. In very genuine ways. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There's this woman named Susan who I'm absolutely obsessed with. Susan is, like, the most girl's girl I've ever seen in my life. She's the one with, like, the really short pixie cut and, like, the giant dramatic yes. makeup. And, like I was going to say she has strong um, mother vibes. She Well, every shot of her that's not, like, at a cocktail party, she's doing someone's hair. Um, Wait, Grace, you know who she reminds me of? Who? Who's the woman in Mamma Mia? The hot one? Christine Baranski. I can kind of see that. She reminds me of Christine Baranski. Not in looks necessarily, but in vibe. Well, and she is also like a tall, powerful 
brunette woman true. with a striking face. Yeah, that's also true. Um, so I guess also in looks. Yeah. But I'm obsessed with Susan. Like, I love her. I love her. Um, but anyway. She's mother. Yeah, all the women seem to, like, have really formed great friendships. They're all... Because, like, part of it is, like, they're all supportive. They're all nice to each other. And then the other part of it is they all are really enjoying this experience of, like, kind of redefining what it looks like to be a senior and, like, meeting yeah. all these cool women and blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, you say what you're going to say about the mixed opinions. Uh, I just, I have looked on Twitter and I've heard from other people, like, some people are really Team Kathy, some people are really, um, Team... Teresa. What is... Teresa, yeah. And I feel like I fall mostly in the middle. I agree. So, the situation at hand is that Teresa got the mm-hmm. first one-on-one date with Gary. They had a great time. They had a flash mob to Don't Stop Believing. They have shared many a kiss, mm-hmm. and Teresa feels awesome about it. And Teresa yeah. is good friends with Kathy, and she's been telling Kathy about how great she feels about Gary and how good their connection is and blah, 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 blah. And Kathy mm-hmm. is starting to feel a little dismissed. And, like, yeah. Teresa just thinks, like, it's her and Gary endgame and no one else has a shot. And, like... Has a chance. Yeah. yeah. And... So Kathy didn't say this, but then April had uh-huh. to tell the group that some people should, like, be keeping more stuff to themselves, be more discreet. And so then Teresa went up to her uh-huh. and was like, I kind of feel like you were talking about me, like, what's going on? And April was like, well, really, you should ask Kathy. And then... Kathy's talking shit. Because Kathy's <laughs> talking shit. And then Teresa was like, I did not, I have not had a bad word between me and Kathy, what's going on? And then she uh, asked Kathy what was going on, and Kathy told her what was going on, and then Teresa went yeah. and cried in a bedroom. Yeah. Here's what I will say, at Hit least me. from my perspective. I felt like Teresa was being annoying. Yes. That being said, in her conversation with Kathy, I felt like Kathy kind of asserted that she was a bad person. Yes. And I didn't feel that strongly. No, I felt like Teresa was definitely being annoying. And I feel like she was kind of forgetting that Kathy isn't just her friend. Yes. Like, Kathy is also trying to date. Yeah. It felt like, it, it did feel like she was like, well, Gary's my guy. Um, so let me tell you all about yeah. my guy. Um, yeah. Because he's not your guy. And he's never going to be. Like, it did feel like yeah. that was her mentality. Like, she disregarded Kathy a bit. But... I don't think she did it with any malition, and I think mm-hmm. that her apologies were genuine, and I yeah. think that Kathy seemed kind of unwilling to accept the apologies, and that's kind of where I was like, well, that's a little unfair. Like, I know that- That's exactly how I know I that Teresa hurt your feelings, but like- she didn't mean to, and we're all in a tough situation, so, like... Yeah. And also, I I just feel like Kathy's approach was not helpful, because then Teresa no. did the exact same thing again later, and I don't think it's because she's a bitch. I think it's because she still yeah. didn't really get it. She didn't get it. She seems a bit oblivious. Yes, and, like... 
And to be fair, I assume it's kind of hard to figure out the rules. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's like, they're Kathy, the first one. If they didn't watch The Bachelor, like. Yeah. And Kathy can, like, do what she needs to do to protect her feelings. But, like, maybe something more reasonable there would be being, like, hey, you know what? Like, maybe we just shouldn't talk about Gary. Like, maybe we shouldn't talk about, about yeah. our dates. Because um, it doesn't make me feel good. And then yeah. if Teresa doesn't respect that, she can be, like, hey, you're not respecting this boundary I set. I yeah let's get in a fight that's exactly how I. but instead she was kind of like well you did this and Teresa was like oh my god I didn't even realize I feel awful and Kathy was like yeah well you did it and she was like well you did it and you need to take responsibility for your words and blah blah blah. and I was like but she's not not saying she didn't say yeah Teresa wasn't denying it at all and Kathy it just felt like kept digging in It felt like what we've talked about before where someone comes in with, like, a script in their head and is unwilling to waver from it no matter what the person's response is. Yeah. And I was like, Kathy. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, on the other, like, I think that if they are not friendly anymore, it will obviously be 100% on Kathy and not on Teresa at all. Because, like, yeah, Teresa wants to fix it. I'm not entirely sure what else Teresa can do to fix it. Other than, yeah. like, obviously changing her behavior. But also, yeah. I'm not sure that even if she changed her behavior, Kathy would be totally chill with her. I agree. I am fully with you. I also think that there are fewer stakes for the friendships in this yeah than there are for others because i like i mean maybe there will be a golden bachelor of paradise or something like that but like a lot of people on the other shows are like trying to build careers from this and stuff like that whereas like all of these women already have careers like they're fine like they're gonna either end up being good friends or they're not and i think ultimately that's gonna be okay yeah i also just think that kathy and Teresa have very different communication styles. Yeah, I don't really think they're meant to be pals. Very different or communication close pals. styles. Um but that being said, like I do think that they both handled it pretty well with Gary. Like Oh yeah. Kathy went to Gary and he was like, "How are you?" and she was like, "I've had kind of a hard day." And then she was like, "Some mean things have been said to me." And I was like, Okay, either those Uh-oh. were edited out or that's not true. Because I don't feel like... Yeah. I feel like... It, first of all, maybe mean things were said to you and we didn't see them. Or, if yeah. we're taking it at face value, you internalized some uh-huh. meanness that was not yeah. actually present. Um Yeah. And saying, like, I was hurt by some people's words is different than, like, calling people mean. So, let's just, (laughs) you know, be aware of that. I also felt confused by that. I was like, did we miss something? Or is this just a a different interpretation of the events that occurred? Right. But Gary was like, oh, my God, that's awful. I'm so sorry. Like, who was it? And Kathy's like, no, like, your happiness is more important to me than anything else. And, like, I'm not going to say anything that gets in the way of your... I thought, like... Because, you know, obviously when you're like, someone was mean to me, 
on the bachelor bachelorette the bachelor bachelorette yeah. is then like who was it and then people always yeah. people either tell or try to get out of telling and i think that kathy's yeah. way of getting out of telling was the best one i've seen so far which was essentially yeah. like i don't actually really think this affects you and like i think if yeah. i tell you it'll affect your happiness and i don't want to affect your happiness and gary was like yeah. okay chill and then he gave Sounds her a good. rose I'd love to not have my happiness affected. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then he gave her an early rose, which was very sweet, and she really wanted it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. later, Teresa was, like, crying in the bedroom, and Gary came up to comfort her. And, yeah, it was, like, a really short conversation where he was, like, he, I mean, he deduced that Kathy had been talking yeah. about Teresa but he was also like, hey, yeah. if, like, you feel like you don't feel it wasn't like it. your intent to hurt someone, then, like, I think you just need to leave it in the past. Yeah. I was like, that's great advice. Mm-hmm. I really haven't seen that before. Because it really is. It's like, I also don't think that he's letting this, like, taint his view of, of anyone. I agree. Like, I think some bachelors do, so... Yeah, well, because I really it, thought they both handled it as well as they could in terms of, like you said, with Gary. Yeah, because it seemed like he was like, okay, obviously Kathy's feelings were hurt. And then later he was like, okay, it doesn't seem like Teresa meant to hurt Kathy's feelings. Like, yeah. you know, boom, done. Is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that's like the only drama we've really had so far between people. Yeah. Um, it's also, like, such short episodes, too, because they're only an hour. Yeah, that it's all very, like, blink and you miss uh, it. Yeah, exactly, and I hope that they don't, you know, add too much drama in, because honestly, watching the sweet love stories unfold has been lovely. Such a treat. Um, yeah, I'm loving it. I can't wait to see it's where great. it continues. Um, me either. Kaylin asked me, she was like, do you think he's going to, like, find his wife do you think he's gonna get engaged and I was like that is a really tricky question for me to answer because like yeah 100% I don't think he'll do it if he doesn't think it's the right thing to do like he's not proposing to someone just because he thinks he has to on this show but there's a really great group of people and like he seems to get along great with all of them that doesn't necessarily make a life partner but you know here's one thing I was thinking about it, I feel like it is more complicated, obviously, to blend your lives when you are older. Because, like, mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. 24 and The Bachelor lives in San Diego and you live in Knoxville, <laughs> like... Sure. It's not that hard to be like, okay, I'll just, like, get a new job, like... Whatever, I'll move across the country. We'll see if we like it. Maybe we move somewhere else together later. I was already going to get a new job anyway. But it's like, if you're 70, then maybe, like, your best friend of 40 years lives in the same city as you. Like, not even, I'm not even thinking about family. I'm not, I'm not even thinking about, like, kids. I'm talking about, like, if you're not retired, like, maybe that's your job of 20 years. Like, you have a real community like no that is so true and so I'm just kind of wondering how you you blend your lives yeah yeah wow I didn't think about that that's a great point 
Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if he chooses someone who's, like, kind of near him anyway. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, and again, like, if you... But I do think you're right. I don't think he'll choose someone if he doesn't think it's totally right. Yeah. I hope he finds love. Me too. I hope he finds the second love of his life. I'm optimistic. Me too. I'm optimistic as well. I think it could work out, and I hope it does. Everyone's really giddy, but they're also really realistic. Yeah. I think everybody knows what works for them at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's charming. I'm charmed. I'm also charmed. I love it. I think it's great. I can't wait for it to continue. I don't know any spoilers, which is the first time in a long time. Do you think it will continue? So, yeah. Uh, I was listening to Game of Roses, and they were talking about how the ratings are really, really, really good. Well, I mean, I bet, like, all the people who are talking to me about it are people who don't usually watch the show. That's true. And I will say the other thing about it, too, is apparently, like, other sort of, like, reality show networks are thinking about doing versions of their shows with older people as well. Mm -hmm. So I think this is kind of, like, the start of that sort of era. And, like, I don't think it... I think there's something to be said, too, with, like, a lot of these shows. Like, a lot of these shows are newer, but some aren't. And so at a certain point, like, some of these contestants are going to be old enough to compete, like, on this type of show. Mm -hmm. And so... That's, like, a pretty good argument. Like, some of the first few seasons of Bachelor, like, some of those people are going to be old enough in the nearish future. That's crazy. To be on the Golden Bachelor. I know. I know. And then their children are going to be old enough to compete on The Bachelor. Like, I I don't think that there's too much risk of this going away, to be honest. I'm like, just replace it. Just only do Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Okay. I want there to be a golden bachelorette. I'm ready for it. Edith, it's your moment. <laughs> Edith, she's so hot. <laughs> um, that hair is crazy. My hair has never looked that luscious in my life. She's she's a walking shampoo commercial. Um, Absolutely. Well, Pantene, hit her up. Do you think that if they continue it, it'll still only be one hour episodes? Oh. I don't know. I I mean I, I I don't think it's not working for it to be an hour. Yeah. I think potentially maybe it'll stay an hour, but they'll give us more of them. Mm-hmm. Like it'll run for a longer course. Yeah. I'm just loving it. I it's I don't really, really have anything else to say because again it's like they're not Neither. super jam packed episodes, like No. You get like one day or two dates, a rose ceremony, and like vibes, um, and then it's yeah. over. I don't. I don't think they're. I think we hit all the big moments yeah. in our core players. I mean, maybe it'll be different in the next few weeks, but I think this is enough for now. This is kind of our plan for like a. We're gonna do it every few episodes. Yeah, and I think this was good actually because it. again, there's not a ton to recap. So if we'd been trying to do like no. one episode per episode of the golden bachelor they'd either be really short or really boring exactly um also i kind of i'll say it i kind of like the free flow of it i think it's fun just chatting hopefully i think it's very important for it not to be that way for bip yeah hopefully this was an okay format to listen to and wasn't too like wildly rambling um let us know in the comments this is one of the few opportunities 
where we will be accepting feedback um because yeah <laughs> i'd like to know because it's it's a first try yeah and we like we said though we won't be accepting feedback you can give us feedback yeah. if you'd like I, I but uh i'll 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 listen to it with a half open ear i will observe it okay great <laughs> um, okay, well, we will see you guys, not see you, it's an audio medium. We will talk yep. to you guys <laughs> later this week with another Bachelor in Paradise recap, and then we'll talk yes. to you in a few more weeks once we've gotten a few am- more amazing episodes of The Golden Bachelor. Um, do you have anything Hope you're else watching. No, that's it. Okay, great. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.